Janita Weiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Welcome, friend. However you're arriving here today, whatever may have transpired before you got to this podcast, I just want you to know that I'm so thankful and glad that you're here. This season on the Pause Renew Next podcast, our theme is Tell Your Story. Last episode, we got to talk to an amazing storyteller, T.I. Lowe, who mentioned that the greatest author she takes inspiration from was Jesus himself. And in today's episode, we are doing some soul care reflection time in scripture with some of the stories of Jesus. But before that, I want to take some time to slow down, to center ourselves so that we can really be present. So together, let's take a few deep breaths. Inhale, deep, deep, deep down into your belly. Hold it, and then exhale through your mouth. And again, inhale. Really notice what happens in your chest and your gut as you breathe in. And then exhale. And one more time, inhale. And exhale. If you feel like you could benefit from a few more deep breaths, go ahead and pause the podcast or continue to deep breathe as you listen. As we begin today's episode, I want us to take some time to think about Jesus's original audience. And what was the purpose of his stories? You know, today, these days, we tend to read the Bible. We tend to read the red letters of Jesus. But at that time, you know, his stories were passed on by word of mouth. I mean, his audience heard his stories. They didn't read it. They heard it. And in today's episode, you could do the same. You can always follow along in your Bible if you'd like to. Or you can just do like the original audience and just listen. Just let the words fall over you. We're going to be reading today in Luke 13, 18 through 21. And the story that I've chosen to start with is so simple. It's really just a couple of paragraphs, barely even what we would call a story. But I think that there's so much here, even though it's small. So I want to spend some time kind of warming up this season with some really short stories that actually tell us a whole lot. So this first time I'm going to read in the New King James Version. And the first time, we'll just listen together. Then he said, What is the kingdom of God like, and to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and put in his garden, and it grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I liken the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till it was all leavened. Just an aside, leaven is like yeast. Okay, so just listening the first time seems pretty simple, right? Did anything stand out to you? I like to do scripture meditation episodes, but I also think it's important to define what meditation is because I think many people come thinking different things about that word. 
So I really want to draw our attention to some words from Richard Foster that were found in his book, The Sanctuary of the Soul, A Journey into Meditative Prayer. He says in his book, there are two Hebrew words that deeply inform and enrich our understanding of meditative prayer. Those words are haga and siach. Our English Bibles most often translate both of these words with the simple word meditate. But actually, these two Hebrew words convey a host of nuances. It can mean to mutter, to moan, to whisper, to reflect, to rehearse, to muse, and even to coo like a dove. Probably not what you would have thought meditation was, right? But I do want to do that today, and that's part of the reason when we do these episodes, we read it three times. First time, just a once-over. Second time, we go a little deeper, and then the third time, even deeper, because we want to do that. We want to muse on scripture. We want to say it out loud. We want to rehearse it in our brains. We want to ponder it and look at it from different angles. We want to let it really sink down into our souls. Yes, in our minds, but also in our hearts. So the second time as I read through the same passage, I want you to use your imagination. So instead of just listening to the words, go ahead and play it out. Paint it as a picture. Run it like a movie. The words that you hear, let them come to life as if Jesus is actually painting a picture for you or running a movie. And this time I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. Then Jesus said, what is the kingdom of God like? How can I illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed that a man planted in a garden. It grows and becomes a tree, and the birds make nests in its branches. He also asked, What else is the kingdom of God like? It is like the yeast a woman used in making bread. Even though she put only a little yeast in three measures of flour, it permeated every part of the dough. Okay, did you see that come to life in your mind? Pretty simple stories, right? But if we're watching it play out, there's actually more going on than we originally think. I just want to take us back to thinking about what a kingdom is and what his original audience would have been picturing a kingdom would be like. Probably not a seed, probably not like a woman making bread, right? That seems pretty far out there. And yet those are the exact words that Jesus used. He picked illustrations that fit that time that everybody knew what he was relating to. And do you know, 2,000 years later, We all still can picture exactly what he's relating to. We know what seeds are. We know what trees are. We know what birds are. We know what it looks like to make bread. Maybe you haven't made bread yourself, although through the pandemic, I think there are a lot of aficionados who are great at making bread now. I see especially a lot of you who make sourdough. So probably you've at least seen on YouTube or on a show, maybe the Great British Baking Show, what it looks like to mix up bread dough, right? And that was the beauty of Jesus. He could use his stories in a way that anybody could relate to. So if he was going to describe his kingdom, he was going to use common language that we all could relate to. These stories are not just for some people, they're for all people. So this third time, as we listen through again, I want you to specifically listen to what he's trying to teach about his kingdom. What do you notice as we go back through it the last time? And this time, because... We're supposed to come to our faith like a child. I'm going to read in the International Children's Bible Version. Then Jesus said, 
What is God's kingdom like? What can I compare it with? God's kingdom is like the seed of the mustard plant. A man plants the seed in his garden. The seed grows and becomes a tree. The wild birds build nests on its branches. Jesus said again, what can I compare God's kingdom with? It is like yeast that a woman mixes into a big bowl of flour. The yeast makes all the dough rise. Okay, friends, what did you notice? What is he trying to tell us about his kingdom? I'll share with you a couple of things that I noticed. Number one, both of those things start out very small. A mustard seed is so little. It's very tiny. I've made pickles and I use mustard seeds. They're very little. And yeast is the same. It starts out very small. It does not take a lot of yeast to start working into dough. The other thing is both are alive. A seed, even though it's dormant, it's not doing anything. You put it in the right conditions and it comes to life, so to speak, right? Same with yeast. It's in a jar in my fridge, but when I pull it out and I put warm water with it, it starts growing. The third thing is it doesn't just sit there. It needs somebody to do something with it. The man planted it, it says. The woman mixed it into the dough. So his kingdom is alive. It doesn't take a lot of faith. It has to be interacted with, but it begins to grow. And not just that, it didn't grow a little bit. It grew a lot because that little seed became a tree and it began to interact with the environment because now birds are flocking to its branches and with the yeast, it gets mixed in and it doesn't just affect part of the dough. It affects all of the dough. And what happens when it affects all of the dough? The dough starts rising. It gets bigger and bigger. There's so much that we could think about when it comes to God's kingdom, but what we want to remember is it just takes a little bit of faith and we can watch God's kingdom at work. We're going to see it grow. We're going to see it interact with what's happening around it. We want to be a part of that. There is good stuff happening and it brings life to those around us. Brings life to the birds, right? Trees give us life because we breathe the oxygen and bread is life as well. In fact, Jesus says he is the bread of life. So much good stuff here, you guys, and that's probably just skimming the surface. I would love to hear what thoughts you had as you were listening today. Well, that's all for today's podcast episode. But before we go, I want to leave you with a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.